Welcome to the Fail Fast to Success podcast, where we go into great detail as to what the real normal in business is and what it really takes to build the brand you always dreamt of. We will also be interviewing people who have been through the journey that you are currently in, starting a company from scratch. They've done it before, and they'll tell you what really works, what doesn't work, and most importantly, discuss how to keep going when things go wrong. All right, Misty. So I, you know, I wanted to touch on. Obviously, we were talking a little bit before here, but wanted to expand more since Sunday was mental health was a mental health awareness day mm-hmm. a couple of days ago. So, um, you know, obviously that's a big topic of discussion and something a lot of people talk about. Uh, so I wanted just to, to touch a little bit on that because obviously we've shared stories and um, I come from a background where mental health was uh, a big, a big issue. You know, I lived with, lived and grew up with parents that were both dealing with depression and anxiety and um, uh, really, really, you know, to a, where they were hospitalized and, um, you know, almost uh, attempted harm uh, on themselves, things of that nature. So, you know, growing up, it's always been something that's been top of mind and just how it's affected uh, our, our lives. Cause I know you've got some stuff as well. I mean, obviously we talked about your journey to Peru, which may not get into today, but it is something that as you continue to get a little bit further down the road from that, because there's still, there's still process, even though you're back here, oh, there's yeah. still process happening, um, from that <laughs> journey and continuing to, uh, you know, find, what it is you're you're searching for, um, and so we'll we'll definitely, as we go on in the near future, be talking about that. And I'm sure you'll be ready to share your experience uh, in more detail. And I think it probably warrants its own, um, yeah, its own podcast for that uh, for that point because uh, it's extremely interesting and cool and something that a lot of people I think would be interesting about interested in hearing. So. Um, one thing as we were talking about it, so we were talking about doctors and uh, dentists and all that, you know, as we were getting going, you've, you've got appointments coming up and I was talking about how I had appointments um, right as COVID was starting, haven't rescheduled those with dentists and doctors for annual physicals and checkups and all of that um, and how we moved and how important, because you had mentioned where now, where do you go? You go you, about you five live. hours south. Yeah, go to a dentist that yep. I absolutely trust with all of my dental needs, and I have quite a few of them. So, and a lot of people would think that that's kind of crazy, right? Like, um, I think I, I say that, but I also think that a majority of people uh, can relate to the fact of how important it is when it comes to the medical industry, um, how important it is to find somebody that you like, that you trust, that has the mannerisms um, that you need. Uh, Because with the wrong responses or with the wrong, um, I guess, tone, so to speak, and this is just Mm -hmm. from my personal uh, experience. And while I've had my own and talking and kind of marrying the mental health uh, awareness um, subject. And with this is for a long time, had a lot of anxiety and fears around my health, uh, which would drive to stress and anxiety and affect my life in a lot bigger of a picture. Uh, so a lot of people I 
think can relate, especially to the dent- dentist and, and just your general practitioner or any doctors that you go to, um, just how important it is to have somebody that you like and trust and they like and understand you. Um, and so, you know, I think it's interesting to talk about your, yeah, you're driving five hours to do that, but, you know, let's think of the bigger picture of how trust and, uh, just knowing this person, I would, as far as their concern, your experience with them, do they, I'm guessing, know you are familiar with you, like they can talk to you about what's happened in the past and you don't have to go back through all the information and they understand your personality and like what you want to hear um, and not necessarily saying that they should lie about anything, but delivery, I think, yeah. is huge with your personality and all of that. So, you know, is that something that kind of draw? Do, do you just trust them because of the work they do or is it more? Well, um, anytime. Well, number one is know thyself. So um, we are putting our trust in someone else, um, whether it be a doctor or a dentist or whatever that might be. So. I think seeking out the kind of help that you desire. So um, I'm more of like the holistic path and I like natural. And I definitely think that, um, you know, having some bedside manners, um, some having some conversation with the individual that you are putting your trust in, um, whether it's your smile or whether it's like, you know, some health related physical issue outside of that with a regular doctor, like, sharing the same viewpoints. And yes, of course, like I have had a ton of dental work and a ton of anxiety. So the first time I saw this dentist and any dentist I've ever seen um, since then, especially I have said upfront, I have a lot of anxiety. I've had a lot of dental work. These are the things that I need. And um, this is what I, you know, this, I, I let them know this is what I need because I know myself. And so when you put your trust in someone, how they respond to you and, like, you know, and not just the doctor or dentist themselves, but also the help, um, you know, you, you know, within yourself, um, if you can trust these people, if you um, vibrate at the same frequency, so to speak. Um, and then also just another layer of that is, um, I understand that we're very responsible, we are 100% responsible for ourselves, and we are the creator of our own reality. So if I'm going to a dentist that I don't trust, and I'm already feeling anxious and fearful, and I'm not trusting the dentist, then how great of a job is he going to do? And what kind of experience am I going to have? So if I know I'm already uneasy, then I should seek an an easier feeling path of something that makes me more comfortable. And so I sought out dentist until I found one and just so happened he's five hours away and I would be more than happy to adjust my life, to go down there, to have any dental work done so that I can be at peace. It's very important. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I mean, you say you obviously talked a lot about many different reasons and and why, um, and there's a lot of different, a lot of different areas that make sense of why you drive five plus hours um, to the specific dentist. Um, you know, I think from my standpoint, the one thing that I have, because I've had good experiences and, and maybe moved away to the point where, no, I, I wanted to get somebody closer. Um, however, I have 
driven, uh, probably the furthest I've driven in the past to like a dentist or a doctor that I just really liked and enjoyed was, you know, an hour and a half or something like that um, for a period of time. And then what happens is you're, you're, there uh, in your new location and you start going, you know, this is crazy. Find a doctor close to here, try him out. And this is what, I mean, something that um, happened. And I, like I said, I have had extreme anxiety and stress uh, over the years, just stemming back to going to the doctor, going to the dentist, all that Mm -hmm. stuff, just for regular checkups or whatever it may be, because I was always, you know, and this is one big thing that I've worked on um, from my mental standpoint is really letting go of things that I can't control Control. um, (laughs) because I've always, anything that was in my control, it, it, it didn't affect me like this did. It was all the unknowns and to a certain degree, yes, health wise, um, you know, I take a lot of the precautions to, to do everything I can to be as healthy as possible, but they're still to the point. Um, I know I've got some of the healthiest friends that end up having, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, a lot of issues and they follow everything to the T they do everything. They, they exercise, they eat well, they don't drink, they do all of this stuff and, you know, they've had issues, um, as well. So you, there's a lot of stuff that you just can't it's out of your control. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's more, that's extremely important whenever you talk about just your health and, and what's going on and what are they going to tell you or find or what they're, the tests going to come back with. And yes, it's always going to be stressful and anxiety, but, um, you know, I remember I, I tried whenever we had moved down to Atlanta, I had to find a, a new doctor. And this is one experience that just, has scarred me for life, but, you know, I went in for just an annual, um, physical and, you know, they do all the pre-test and all that where, uh, you go in and you, you know, you pee into a cup or whatever. Um, there's probably a better term for that, but, uh, you give blood, all that stuff. And, uh, it was a new facility. And might I add, I've never, I'd never been there. I just read reviews online, you know, there seemed to be good reviews, all this stuff. Um, but I wasn't necessarily thinking that uh, about the delivery of the personality or like what, mm-hmm. um, or what that would look like whenever you're going to a, a doctor in Atlanta versus where I'm from a small town in South Carolina, you know, the, the doctor, mm-hmm experience is completely different because they're mm-hmm. 10 times more busy. They're in and out. They're not sitting there, sitting down. They don't have that time. They don't have all of that, which some people are okay with. Some people, you know, don't want, they, they want more of somebody who's going to, to really um, sit down with you and get to know you and be there so that you can call them in the future or, or they understand what you're going through. They understand your personality. They understand how to relay information to you. Um, so anyway, I went through that and there was something that came back. And one of those that was uh, from what I understand now, isn't necessarily uncommon, but it is something that they want to ask about, but it seems a lot um, bigger of an issue uh, to somebody who has no clue um, mm-hmm. what is going on. It sounds worse when 
it's brought up to somebody who's just, you know, you're already anxious about your health. So anything that they come in, they're going, Hey, this is abnormal. You're going, Oh shit. I, you know, What's wrong? Uh-oh. Okay. I'm, I'm, you know, here Dang. it is. This is it. Um, and so I'm sitting there and immediately they, they come in and I'm very much of the camp. Like I, I need somebody that can deliver information in a, in a bit of a different way that understands the way that I receive, especially anything with health or my family, my kid, whatever it may be, uh, somebody who, who comes at it a little uh, from a different angle, maybe a little more laid back or maybe just a little more, like you said, bedside manner standpoint. But, um, you know, whenever they came in, there was no introduction. Might I add, I'm a brand new patient, never seen me before, never been in there. First time I'm I'm sitting there on the table, they come in, they have somebody with them who was like an understudy who's taking notes and all of that. And uh, just walk in, don't even look at me, just looking at my looking at my paperwork and just say, Hey, this is, um, uh, my name is Dr. Williams. This is so-and-so I forgot what her name was and just asked, have you ever had these abnormalities happen before? Like that was the first thing. Um, or have you had this test come back abnormal? Is that normal or is, is it not? And I was like, uh, well, I've never heard that before, but, Okay, well, we're just going to have to spin it and, and try it out or test it out further. Sits down, calls somebody, hey, come here, and we need you to, to perform XY test on something. And, you know, hangs up the phone. He's just sitting there looking at him. I'm going, and I'm still going, what the hell does all this mean? Like, right. what are we dealing with here? Like, it sounds like terrible in the way you're acting. You're not giving me much information and I'm feeling, and that's just me letting my anxieties run crazy to them. You know, they're in and out, and especially if it's something that it it can be, but you know, it's kind of, it's it's common, but not uncommon and, or whatever. So they're basically, it's just another day to them, another person, right. Whenever they're Mm -hmm. uh, a very busy practice. And so I'm sitting there thinking the whole time, I'm, I can't get off of this and gets down to the computer and he just starts asking me, hey, is your mom healthy? Is your dad healthy? Are they still alive? Sister, she's still alive. She healthy. And I'm sitting here just going, oh, my God, like, what this, is, wrong with me? this is it. Like, <laughs> this is terrible. Then he starts asking me other things like, do you have that? I just looked at him. I said, I- I'm sorry, but you're asking me a lot of questions. I can't get past the first thing that you told me yet. Like I'm a little concerned over this. I don't know what's going on. And then he, he just looked at me and was like, well, we'll find out whenever they get done running those tests in about 20 minutes. And I'm like, what? What test? So yeah. then, you know, anxiety takes over and I'm, I can't even pay t- He's asking me questions and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Like you got anything? Got, I don't know. I, I like, I'm just lost. So anyway, they leave and I'm just sitting in there for 15 minutes just wondering what the hell's going on. If you're going to die. <laughs> and so the tests come back um, that they did some stuff says, Hey, it looks, you know, so, so far the, the tests just look like everything's fine, but come back in three weeks and let's run another one and see what's going on. And I'm sitting here still trying to figure out like what all this means. Still, he still, there wasn't any information given to me, you know, so it was just schedule an appointment for three weeks and then come back and we'll, we'll figure it out from there. 
and see if we need to do anything else. And I'm like, this is, this is crazy. And he just sent me on my way. Like go do your blood work and then come home uh, or then, and then pay. So anyway, I left there just in a completely different, I mean, completely lost mindset. Like I'm like, this seems terrible. So then you start doing research and that gets you on a bigger, you know, thing down the road um, and into a bigger hole. But all that to say, um, to some that may have been okay. To me, like I was scarred, like it, it scarred, that experience scarred me to the point to where now I, I just, I'm nervous just to go to that very first appointment. And one thing I wish that they would do, and maybe there's uh, medical professionals that are led doctors, whatever. I wish they would do some type of introductory meeting where you're able to go in and just talk with the doctor for five minutes or right. whatever, and kind of tell them, hey, this is this is who I am. This is the issues I have. Here's my concerns. Here's how, if I do have something or if there's something that may not be deemed as a, a good conversation, here's how I would respond to that. Here's kind of what I prefer, and you can get a feel for them, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. to me, that, that, that would be, be incredible, even if it's Zoom or, and that's why I'm so, so big and kind of getting in the marketing side of stuff on this, that doctors and dentists and all of that do video. Like mm. if I can just see you on video, I'd be 10 times more likely to go, you know what? I like the way this guy's talking. I like, you know, what, mm-hmm. the way that he's referring to certain things. Um, and so I would be 10 times uh, more likely more to, to just mm-hmm. go ahead and schedule uh, a meeting um, with them just by having a video on the website, but they don't, they don't, it, it's hard to find that, uh, in the medical, uh, profession. So, um, same with, same with dentists, but, uh, you know, it's a little less because it's not as, you know, it's primarily just dealing with the mouth and, and teeth and stuff, things like that. But those experience, um, and to get into a dentist experience where, just to say it scarred me for a long time. She was cleaning out my teeth with one of those sharp. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I don't even know what they're called, but the damn thing broke off in my mouth. And if you've ever had one of those break off, it sounds like a shotgun going off. And it, you know, (laughs) immediately what happens is I'm sitting there mouth open and that all you hear is uh, all I hear is a big pop sound. And I hear, I feel something break. You know, like it's that. And then the response of the, oh God. <laughs> it wasn't the dentist, I guess it was the hygienist, hygienist or, or whatnot, yeah. was just like, says, oh, shit. And then <laughs> grabs it. Don't move. Don't swallow. Don't swallow. Don't swallow. That's all she, she was saying. Don't swallow. Don't swallow. Don't swallow. And I'm going, oh, my God. Like, she just, <laughs> my teeth are ripped out. And she's oh God, digging in my mouth. Sorry. She's looking all around, all this stuff. And I'm sitting here thinking, and she's like freaking out more than I was. So I'm like freaking out and, um, oh you know, thinking that she just broke my teeth uh, and that, uh, you know, I was going anyway. Um, so I, I never went back to that dentist again just because of that, but ended up finding a good one who uh, I moved away from. But all that. It is definitely important, um, and I think I think business to a certain degree is going to become that way as well. Uh, I, I truly believe that. I mean, we talk about trust and all that, but I think just you know everything from marketing and and sales partners to 
accountants and all of that. You're going to, to do everything you can to stay with the people that you trust um, are watching out for your best interest and understand um, what you're trying to accomplish. So, uh, but that's not necessarily the topic of the podcast today. But anyway, I share those stories. Uh, one, because I do have a ton of anxiety and stress around um, the health side, but over the last couple of years and what a lot of people, I mean, I'm a big proponent of tapping into mentorship, uh, tapping into coaching, tapping into therapy and support. Um, uh, and it's hard to, it, it's hard to, um, think about how some people view it still to this day. And like even, it's a negative taboo thing. Yeah. Care about and yeah. even family members who know my story, who know, you know, what I've been through and the, what I grew up in. And, you know, I'm not saying that I had some terrible, like, Oh, I couldn't do anything and everything with no, but my family and, and, and especially the household family was, it was a major, major, major issue. Um, so I always told myself, I'm going to do everything I can, even though I know I'm going to have probably genetic issues and just issues of being around that for so long that I'm going to have to figure out. And I'm not going to allow myself to be that way in front of my kids or to be that way um, whenever it comes to worrying about business or money or anything. And while um, that's hard, big, you know, big time, it's just led me to trying to focus on what can I do to get better? Mm -hmm. What can I do to feel better? Um, and there's nothing like being able to talk to somebody or being able to, uh, just expand on what it is going on in your mind or your thought process or how you're feeling or how you handle it. Um, then having somebody that you feel like is on your side, that's from the outside looking in that can sit there and tell you, this is not something you need to be worried about, or mm -hmm. this is how you need to handle that in the future is start becoming aware of why you're feeling that way and start understanding. And, and, you know, you start doing a lot of self-accountability and understanding. Um, and it's hard. I mean, it's not easy and it's a process. You know, a lot of people think that um, <clears throat> you're just going to go to a three-part therapy session and all of a sudden your life's changed. Um, and the, and it's just not that, but the crazy thing is, and I was thinking, I was talking to somebody the other day um, and they were talking about uh, that we were talking about mental health and, and wellness. And, um, you know, I, I talked to my wife about it a lot because uh, she grew up in a lot, a whole completely different scenario. Um, and 
And so it's hard for her to understand what it is that I go through and what I'm feeling. Um, but over the years, she is as because she talks to me. I mean, I talk to her. She's my best friend. So, I mean, why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I share that? And I tell her all the great things that are coming from that. But we were talking about that. I was like, the, the crazy thing is, is that somebody who has a hurt foot or a hurt ankle has no problem going to therapy for it. Right. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to therapy three times a week and this, that, and the other. And then you, you ask them, okay, well, why, why is your foot hurt? Well, I kicked, you know, I kicked, uh, I kicked uh, the door uh, because I was angry at something a client said. <laughs> okay. Um, so are you going anywhere? Like, what are you doing about that? Your anger? Like, right. You know, if that's anger. big enough of an issue, then, you know, are you, have you considered that? No, I don't need any help with that. Okay. Well, uh, what are you doing for your ankle? Well, I'm going to therapy. Okay. So why, why is that any different than thinking about, well, what caused me to kick that and looking at that and, looking at therapy in that exact same way. You know what I mean? Like, even if it's a coach or a mentor, don't you want to get ahead of it? Because next time it may not just be your ankle. I mean, it may be a lot worse or even worse than that. You get really pissed off and you do something that could hurt somebody else or whatever it may be. I mean, you never, you never know, but um it's just the the mere fact of nobody, you know, they're, they're you're fine with doing the things to get the physical part down, even though it's the mental part that caused it. Um, and it's just as important, if not more important than anything else. And the thing is, you just feel so much better, right? Like, yeah, well, I think um, number one, no matter what our issues are in life, getting to the root of our issues um, is actually what um, will cure or heal. And I think that, um, you know, we we live in a, a world where we have been conditioned to believe or to value the outer world, but we devalue the inner world and we'll fix anything on the outside that will make us appear um, and to ourselves and to others, like everything is okay, whether it's like working out at the gym so I can look a certain kind of way or whether it's like I broke my foot because I'm angry and who cares about that? I, I need to get my foot fixed. Um, and we, we don't value our inner world. And um, I, I think that's a, a huge um, issue. And I see um, as you mentioned already, uh, like, I, I think that more and more we're, we're going in that direction. Humans are hurting and we're really tired of it. And, you know, you can only go so far before you just completely break down. And I think people are getting to the point where like they're realizing, you know, it's, it's, um, it's really important to take a look at what is the cause of the anger? What is the cause of it's just in business, especially too, like, you know, you're, you're doing something you've never done before. You have a new business you're creating, or maybe this is your third one, but you have all these issues that are going on in your psyche, you know, like maybe you think you're wrong when really you're not. And it's just, you know, the podcast itself is, you know, let's fail. Let's, how many times do we need to fail to succeed? 
Um, and are we really failing? Are we learning from something each time? Like it's okay to take risk, but it's very important to take care of our mental and our emotional bodies. Like um, just because we can't see them or someone else can't see them, or we think that we can't see them. People think they can't see that you can't see my anger, but it shows up in all of my life, just like this broken foot, for instance, you know, yeah. um, it shows up in the attitude and the conversations and all the experiences that we have. So yeah, can, caring about our mental health um, and our, and our inner selves is um, when we care for our inner selves, our outer world um, changes too. So yeah. really it's important. It's far more important than just fixing a broken foot. And the thing is, you know, and I, uh, there's a lot of stuff, obviously I don't like to, to uh, go all in on or touch on until I've experienced it myself. That's it's a, it's a, it's, I think a very positive thing about me and the, my makeup, but it's also can be negative to some extent because I put myself through hell just so I can come out on the other side and tell people, yeah, that sucked pretty bad. Like I'm <laughs> telling you hundred percent, don't do it that way. Don't go right. that route. Don't, you know, this is all you need to do. Don't do that. I've done it. I did it just so I can sit here and help you not have to worry about it. And I can have conviction behind that. And which is why also too, I think it took a lot more time to build the business because I had, even though I tapped into mentorship and coaches and all of that, I have to go through something myself in order to feel one justified, but also two, I want to feel, be able to look somebody in the eyes directly and say, look, I've done it. I've been there. I've tried that. And I can tell you, this is what it did. I'm not saying it's going to be the same for you. I'm just telling you, this is what it did. And this is the good, bad, and the ugly of it. And one thing that I will not back down on, and and um, you know, and I, I continue to talk to people all the time because people still have issues and the just the the infancy of where we're at with people understanding what mental awareness is and mental health really is um, is astounding to me because you think everybody knows, you know, like you're, you're dealing with depression, anxiety, which stems from X, Y, and Z. Now I couldn't have done that five years ago, especially when I started the business. Um, uh, but now going through it and working on it and it, and it taking, you know, years, um, to really even get to a point to now I can look back and I can see things. I just look at things differently now mm -hmm. and I pick up on stuff differently. Um, that it is, it is the best thing that you are going to do to the point of where I, I used to fight it myself because I was like, I'm not going to end up the way that I, what I grew up with or grew up around. I'm not going to end mm -hmm. up that way. And I mm -hmm. feel like I'm strong enough mentally and physically that I can, I can beat this. I can get past it. I'm fine. I can do it on my own. Um, and I had to get to a pretty dark place before that really stemmed from whenever Kinley was born. And obviously she was born with a birth defect, mm -hmm. long story mm -hmm. short. Uh, whenever we found that out, we had to go about six months of not knowing if she was going to live whenever she was born, all that stuff, mm -hmm. because of all the, that just goes back to delivery of doctors and experts and all, you know, while she's completely fine and it ended up just being, you know, the cleft lip and palate, there's a lot of things that they were 
uh, had a scared about um, a lot of syndromes that they had a scared about that whenever she was born, you know, she may be, you know, die within a very short period of time and all of that. We won't know until she's born and all this stuff. Like, so not to get into that, but that's whenever uh, depression and anxiety really mm. hit home for me. That's where the, that's where the big monster came out and said, you think you've had stress and anxiety before and depression mm. and all that stuff. Look, I'm about to show you what that is uh, mm. to the point to where I went to the ER for uh, panic attack and all that wow. stuff. I mean, it was, it was intense, but it allowed, it opened up Pandora's box in my mind. And I was like, Holy mm. crap. I, you know, this is, uh, this is a, a whole different level. Um, and I knew I had to, to start really focused, especially once she started getting older. Um, and I wanted to then start the business and, um, get out of the corporate world and all of that. So, that of the fighting and the, the mindset, even I had it, even though I grew up with it, knew that you have to get help and, and all that, like I still fought it. Um, and then once I started that process, um, uh, and it's, it's been a process now between physical and mental um, mentorship, coaching, you name it, everything that is just constantly me trying to just get better from a mental and physical standpoint, you know, that's, I, I invest, I I'm guessing around $1,500 a month just on self stuff. And it's that important. Like it is that big of a thing. And, um, you know, to tell a quick story because then I don't know if they would like me sharing who, they are. So I'm not going to say a name. Um, but for a long time, I've just been seeing for, and I would say probably 18, 24 months, you know, and I, I just with friends and all that, cause I speak up about it. Now I talk about it now a lot more, um, because I have gone through it and I've seen the difference that it makes. And so I'm a big proponent. I don't care if you're just feeling some anxiety, you don't want to go to the quote unquote therapist, go find a coach, a business coach, go find somebody that you can talk to. It will be its own therapy. It will just, it will start to change things um, over time if you stick with it. And that's the most important consistency uh, with it and just trusting the process, like working out physically. Um, but going through it and just seeing everything that I know because I know, and you too, Missy, you could probably look at somebody and just tell by the mannerisms and all that, especially if you're around them a lot, they're a friend, they're a family, whatever it is, you can tell what's going on, even though they can't. You know what I mean? Yes. Because you've been through it. You've seen it, like you know it, and then you have put time and effort and um, energy into trying to correct it and figure out why. Why do I feel, why am I feeling this way? Why, you know, becoming aware and self-aware and all that, um, which is the most important to, to everything, um, in my opinion. But you can see it, you can tell it. And, and all you're thinking about the whole time is you've got to, to this person is you've got to, to change, not you, but what you're doing is not easy. Like what we're doing, especially within the last couple of years with the pandemic and people with kids and especially if you're running a business or you're part of a small bit, whatever it is, like it's not easy. No. You know, it's hard. 
and it's mm-hmm. it's very difficult yeah. to go through it. And it's not saying that anything's wrong with you. It's just saying things could be a whole lot fucking better. Excuse my French, but they could be. And I'm telling you that because I've done it. I've seen it and I know others. I mean, me and you talk about this stuff all the time um, that things could be better. So for at least 18 months, I've been adamant with this person. Like you have got to just, just try it. I don't care if you try it one time and you're like, I can't do that or what, just try because I know, I know just that first meeting and just starting to open up, you know, just a little bit, you're going to like it because Mm -hmm. what's going to happen is you're going to realize that uh, now I'm not saying that you may get to somebody like we were talking about before with the doctors and all of that, where you might find somebody that's just personally not a fit. And so you need to try out. If you don't like the first one, you definitely just need to try out a few. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, really talking about that and finally got to a point, okay, I'll try it. You know, and I was excited. And the day before I was talking to them and they, um, they were nervous about the very first meeting. And I think a lot of people and even, even me, is you think you're going to go into these conversations and this is their meeting. They were, I guess, meeting with somebody that's, um, you know, they do a lot of executive and business coaching, but mm-hmm. also just life coaching mm-hmm. um, and also deal with, you know, obviously anxiety and personal stuff like that uh, is who they were talking with. Um, and they were doing one of these new programs, which is everything's now you can do virtual um, meetings and, you know, communicate through uh, text and email and all this other stuff that you have available to you, uh, which on a whole nother, that's changing the medical game in itself, virtual teledoc, all of this stuff, because most of the stuff that you go in and physically have to go into, you can do on your own now, virtually like blood pressure, all this stuff, like you can just do while we're sitting here talking. I mean, and it could probably, you probably hook it up somehow to where anyway, that's I'm digressing a little bit, but it's changing the game. The, the mm-hmm. teledoc and all that stuff is going to be a game changer. And it's going to really, I think, shake up the medical field um, and COVID help, you know, move that forward mm-hmm. faster oh, because yeah. you couldn't physically go in. And I think people are like, Holy crap, I can get a lot done. Uh, with my doctor without having to physically go in and take that time and travel with it. anyway. So I'm digressing, but they were doing that and I was excited. But as I was talking to them day before, they were nervous. They think that they're going to be judged. You know, they're going to uh, really get in and ask these questions, try to dig in deep. You know, what's really, you know, all these things that you have about, therapy or whatever that you think is going to, you think people are going to dig in. You, you don't want them to, to point out your flaws and you don't you know want to be I mean? vulnerable or exposed or. Yeah. 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 And, um, and so, and I, and I was telling them, I was like, you were thinking about all this the wrong way. The, why you, what you, the way you are thinking right now, the anxieties that you have about this meeting is exactly why you should be so fucking excited to go to the meeting. Right. I'm telling you, right. this is not something where you need to be um, 
where you need to be scared or they're not going to dig into any, they're just literally going to let you talk and just kind of ask questions around stuff that you are just naturally letting them know is important mm-hmm. to you. And they're going to be somebody when you find the right one, this one may be the right one, or it may be another one. I don't know. I mean, you, you do have to go through that and you can, a lot of these new programs that they have online and digitally, you can go in and just say, well, I want to talk to three of them and see which one I like the best, which one responds back to me the best, which one makes me feel the most comfortable. But um, I was like, you're going to have somebody one in your corner that's outside of all this other stuff that you're dealing with has no clue. They're just giving you a very straightforward and just trying to be in your corner, no matter what, no matter what's going on, no matter what your husband or your wife or your kids or your parents or they, none of that matters. They're just worried about you and you've always got that. I was like, one, that's important in itself. Um, And that feeling is like none other. Like once you get to that certain point um, with that person, but, you know, talking to them and just saying, like, you need to be excited. Like, you have no idea how happy I am internally knowing that you're doing this because I know what's on the other side mm-hmm. if you let mm-hmm. it happen. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing. And mm-hmm. you'll start to realize things that you thought were important aren't. So mm-hmm. Stuff that you thought you wanted, don't care about. Things that, you know, whenever you're really working on stuff, like giving up control, like that's my, that was my biggest issue was like mm-hmm. things that were out of my control. I would stress and have anxiety into it. And that stuff is what leads to depression. You know, yeah. you get it in leads to like OCD. I mean, you've been through it. Um, uh, at least I think you have. I mean, we've, oh, for sure. Yeah. but that's the stuff that just continues to drain you down because you don't know how to get out of it. You know, you don't know how to stop that cycle. You don't know how to be aware of what's happening. That's the biggest awareness. You know, the first panic attack you have, you have it primarily to the fullest extent because you don't know what the hell's going on and you think you're dying. Like if you've had alert, you think you're dying right there. Like (laughs) drop to drop to the ground, lay on the floor and like you're done. Um, And so, but once you've had that one time, you realize what it is and you understand what to be aware of that's when it's starting or when you're having it, then you become aware and you're going, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Right. Okay. I need to, this is what I need to do. I need to go yeah. sit in the corner. I need to take some deep breaths. Yeah. I need to calm my body down and then let me come back up. That, that, that anxiety attack will not happen. That panic attack won't, won't happen past that point because mm-hmm. you become aware of it. You know what it is. And so that's where a lot of that and the biggest things that I've, I've realized, but just the, the ability to, to look back on all of this, and I'm not even anywhere close to where I want to be because I'm, you know, obviously there's a lot of stuff personally that um, I continue and, and want to get better with, uh, but also too, from a business standpoint and all of that, I mean, it's really opened my eyes up to uh, once you get to a certain point, once you start realizing that and you start really becoming aware and you start understanding and seeing um, the change that has happened, stuff that you used to get freaked out about, stuff that you used to have different responses to, and you start realizing that those aren't happening. And you're like, 
this is it's a very opening and freeing type thing and um and so there's nothing that anything could happen i mean there's nothing that could happen to get me to stop doing that because it is the most important thing in my Mm -hmm. opinion because i've been on both sides of it um and why you know people don't it's still an educational thing i think and it takes a lot of people continuing to talk about it um but it is you know it's changed just everything happiness has changed what um the stress or the anxieties i've i've had about the business or personal stuff or kids or family um how i respond to people how i reach out to, i mean just everything just all, yeah. and it's um it's crazy from my standpoint but it's it's it really kind of hit me the other day when i was talking to them and they were that scared about going and just talking to somebody and it, yeah i've been there um and i've done it and i'm looking at it going you should be so excited like the stuff that you're freaking out about right now the, the anxiety that you're having you should be excited because now you're doing something about it and you're going and talking to somebody that can help you not have the these things happen again mm-hmm. and that's what's going to happen if you stick with it and if you do it you know so anyway I know I just went on a big rant, like I normally yeah. do. But so I'd love to just um, a couple of things, like um, with root healing. Uh, what we do is, of course, we we definitely it's it's so important, and I've learned this from my personal experience, especially being seen and heard, being seen and heard with skilled and with um, a skilled person, um, and in a safe container, or you know, in a safe with someone safe, someone that you can trust just to be seen and heard, even if they don't even have advice or know how to, you know, um, provide, you know, some detailed thought out, you know, plan for you. Um, Just being seen and heard is um, healing in and of itself. But um, yeah, I just, I, I highly recommend that people seek out, you know, some kind of help that you need. And, you know, like you mentioned, um, it wasn't that life wasn't hard enough before the last couple of years, but like now, you know, if you have a business and kids and health issues, whatever you already currently had. And then on top of that, you now have all the pressure from just what's happening in the world and anxiety and, and, you know, mental taking care of our mental self is so incredibly important. So, um, yeah, whatever, whatever you have to do, like take that step. And, 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 and that's the thing, like what you talked about too, is we do get really nervous and, and like, Oh God, we have to like expose ourselves, but we don't have to. Um, I, I always recommend like, just get, like you said, give it a try and you, you don't have to share anything you don't want to share. And if it doesn't feel right to you or that person or that, you know, that um, establishment or whatever it might be, then then it's okay for you to give it another try. And it's also okay for you to reserve yourself for the next opportunity if you don't feel comfortable. Um, so yeah, mental health is important. So let's all take care of ourselves for sure. <laughs> yeah, and well, and, and just while, because people maybe, well, I, I don't need that or I don't, and I can tell you that it's not, like you don't need to be what, people will make you think 
depression really is. And you don't have to think about have suicidal thoughts or you don't have to think about um, or not be able to get out of bed or it's it, it, none of that and way people think that you are and having crazy thoughts or whatever it may be like, that's not the only time when you need to go get help and can be helped. I think that's the biggest thing is like people, if you got a broke damn ankle, you're going to go get help. If you got a broken arm, you're going to go get help. If your back hurts, you're going to go get help. I don't think people realize that the thoughts and the anxieties that they're having can be helped. Like, I don't think they really know that. And so they're sitting here living a life of just like, just, uh, unhappiness and, and frustration and getting pissed off and just allowing this stuff just to affect them. And they don't realize that, okay, wow. Okay. This is actually, this actually can be how I shouldn't have this. I'm not going to say it's going to go away hundred percent or overnight, but man, it, you, yes, that is enough to go get a life coach or to go get a counselor or to go get therapy just to talk to somebody that you can go through. And I think that's important. Um, it's you know, important. Yes. It's, and, it needs support. and it's going to make a difference. It is. If you're just frustrated and not happy, or you, you're having these anxieties that, that will sometimes paralyze you. And look, I I've been there. I mean, before I really started going to therapy, um, 110%, not even therapy. I hired a coach and, um, uh, and also, you know, at the therapy and all that. But the biggest thing was whenever I was working right before I start stopped, uh, in the corporate world, um, and started this job, I was in that mode where I just had these anxieties and all that stuff. And what was happening is it was putting so much of an effect because your body's what takes the brunt of, your anxieties is the stress and all that. And uh, I remember I was in it. And this is probably three, four months. I wasn't happy. I, I, I was stressing, having a ton of anxieties. There's a lot of changes where I was at. I, I wasn't, you know, I felt like I couldn't trust anybody. I mean, all those thoughts that are going in your head and it was all in my head, but um, you know, you're sitting there and have you ever had a visual migraine? I have not. So I've never even had a, not hardly would even have headaches, right? Like my whole life and um, visual migraine. I related a lot to a, it's one of the scariest experiences you ever have or will ever have. And it's typically caused by just a, 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 an intense amount of stress. Uh-huh. And um, I didn't think I was that stressed. But I was, I was definitely looking back on it. I was stressed, wasn't sleeping. I, you know, I would have the, the pit in my stomach feeling, um, ulcers, all that stuff. Uh, but it took this where I was in my office and all of a sudden I couldn't see out the middle of my eye. Like it was just like a blind spot happening. And right then and there, you know, the anxiety goes through because because you're like, what, what's happening? Am I having a stroke? Am I having a heart attack? Am I going to, and immediately my smart, uh, my smart ass decides that I need to leave the building and (laughs) go get my car because I'm thinking I'm going to have to drive myself to the hospital or to the doctor or whatever, because I didn't want to um, be in there and something happened or whatever. And so, you know, 
as you get it, what starts happening is that you start getting, it's basically like a blurry vision and it starts to cover your whole eyesight. So then you can't literally, you literally can't see. It's like just bright lights and blurry vision and it starts to span across your whole vision. And this is going on for about 15 or 20 minutes. And so I'm driving in my car and my eyesight just starts, I start to lose the ability to see. So I have to pull into a gas station where um, I pull in and literally I laid my seat back. I pull in a parking spot right there and I laid my seat back and I was like, this is it. This is where, this is where it ends. I literally thought I was like, I was dying. Um, and, uh, I couldn't see, I just laid back. I was sweating because I was obviously having a panic, it's panic attack as well on top of that. Um, and, uh, I called Megan and was just kind of talking to her, you know, Hey, like, look, I think this is it. She's like, what's going on? <laughs> she drove all the way up there from, she left her work and drove half an hour up to where I was at, at the gas station. Um, but anyway, it started to pass. What it does is it fades off out the corner of your eye, but then that's whenever the migraine starts to set in. So then you have a headache, you're out of it, like just completely in space land afterwards. Um, and so anyway, that happened. Uh, and so I started doing research. That's whenever I started going, uh, really to the doctor and all of that, but it was all that stress. And, and I ended up having for the next six to 12 months, I ended up having several of those, but once I had it one time and then I talked knew, to doctors, I right. kind of knew what it was, but it was, it, it, I started having those things and, um, that's the type of stuff that is going to continue to happen to your body. If you don't, Take care of do something yeah, and, and you try to and what has changed that is just the support and going out and finding absolutely the right uh people to talk to and work through it with and become aware so um well congratulations brandon oh well it's a long way to go i've got a lot of a lot of a lot of skeletons in that closet that have to continue to come out but you're doing great <laughs> we'll see so um, anyway, this is kind of a longer podcast, but, um, and I know you got to get going. So anything okay. you want to add to any of this? No, I just want to remind people that you're so important and your inner world is even more important than your outer world. And when you care for your inner world, your outer world will change. You are important and you're worthy enough to take care of yourself. So even if it's just a mental or emotional, and you want to bypass it, it's important. It's going to show up somewhere in your life, if not in your body, in your relationships, whatever. So take care of yourself. Perfect way to end it.